Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is 110 on a Saturday. Uh, no play-by-play until later. We'll have the 5-8 title game from Preppel. Chaska against St. Thomas Academy. We'll get started at 4 o'clock from U.S. Bank Stadium right now. I'm pleased to be joined. Doug Swinhart in studio for Tech Talk. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program or text the program 651-989-9226 is the phone number. Doug's here for the entire hour. By the way, we'll throw out Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today. Doug, good to see you. How are the roads coming in? Well, I tell you, it's uh, slow going. If you're if you're heading someplace today, Stevie, you're going to want to add some extra time. Uh, generally, I'm over here in 15, 20 minutes. I easily tripled that today. Average speed was about 40, 45 on 94. People are watching themselves, though, and that's good. Yeah, and the, and the challenge is the people that are driving 70 in these conditions Get out and of the way. people that are driving 20 right. yeah. in these conditions. Yeah, for, just, for me, that's always the big concern yeah. is uh, – is the madmen, and then the people that probably should stay at home and oh, not be out on the roads. So. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and you get out there, and you, there's always somebody that don't belong on the road, and there's always somebody that's crazy, no matter how how fast you're going. <laughs> and it's accentuated by the driving conditions. Winter storm warning continues, as you heard a moment ago, until noon tomorrow, and we have a mixed bag, light rain, snow, fog, mist, 34 degrees. Uh, computer problems. It, it came up a week ago, and it was our first show in a while due to the uh, St. Thomas football season. But I think it's worth bringing up again. People are hearing a lot about Windows 7 and the end of life. This is not the Windows XP scenario, is it? Uh, no, not at all. Um, when when Microsoft says, well, we're no longer going to support, that uh, they're just not going to send out any updates. That doesn't mean that you can't run it. And it doesn't mean that you can't be safe and secure. The big thing is, in my opinion, you absolutely must purchase a commercial antivirus malware. I suggest Malware Bytes or Enod32 by ESET. Uh, both of them, outstanding packages. And there's other good ones as well. But the big thing is, is you really should have a commercial antivirus and malware. Make sure you're nice and clean and you'll roll right through it without any issues whatsoever. And it's one of those, uh, is there a free, or when you say commercial, is it one of those where malware bites, you should probably step up and pay something for it? I think you should. And you can still get the free scan-only malware bites, but if you do that, then you're going to be manually scanning at least once a day, and you're just not going to have the real-time protection that I believe you really should have, especially with a system that, at this point, is going to be somewhat vulnerable. If we can't install it and reinstall it, then it's going to get to be an issue. But if you got it protected, and and you might even want to download and run SpyBot Search and Destroy, and the free version of that would be fine. I normally recommend not to run that in memory, especially if you've got a commercial Malwarebytes or, or Enad32. 
it. Just the one in the RAM should be sufficient, but SpyBot Search and Destroy will find everything, everything. Clean up your system, then apply your commercial package, and you should be good to go. And what about shutting down the updates, um, if available, because these products tend to want to update all the time. I, uh, I, I believe that with Windows for sure, with anything Microsoft, you're going to want to go into services and just take your time and disable the entire service for updating. Make sure that you have really almost become invisible on the Internet. And there are steps to take that this can be done. And you should find, too, that your machine runs a little faster without all that nonsense. It's going to help. It really is. It is 114 Tech Talk underway. Here's the number again. If you're having computer problems or wondering how something works or why it doesn't work, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. And you can call or text to that number, and it'll get you right into the studio. Let's go to the phones to start. Bill and Victoria. Bill, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. My question is... I have a Lenovo um, IdeaPad laptop, and when I shut it down every now and then and then restart it, I bet it takes five, six minutes to finally get ready to run again. And I'm wondering what could be causing it to be so slow when I start it back up again. If you have a spinner or rotary drive, you're going to want to do some maintenance. But let me just add to that. That machine is a perfect candidate for a solid-state drive. With a solid-state drive, your boot time on that very same computer with an identical configuration will be about 24 seconds. And if you want to do that yourself, I would recommend that you get a Samsung solid-state drive. And once you have that, you can actually download from the Samsung site a program called the Data Migration Tool. And that will help you transfer, make a mirror image of your drive now to the new SSD drive. When it's done, you simply shut it down. Uh, you want might want to make sure you download a service manual first so you can take the old hard drive out, put the new one in. You will turn it on, fire it up. One caveat. At first turn on, going to this new drive, it will take a little longer to boot. Just Give it time. After that, you're probably looking at less than 30 seconds. And that solid-state drive is the best investment you could make. If I'm not mistaken, solid-state Samsung's a 256-gigabyte is running about $40 today. Oh, it's absolutely a no-brainer. They're giving them away. They are. They really are. Inland Professionals got down to $17 for a 240-gig. Now, now, if someone has concerns about putting that in, is that something you would do? I know oh. there's shops around town, but is that something you'd take on and help people with? Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh absolutely. I, I, I put in probably three to five solid-state drives a week. It, it's good work. It's fast. Uh, it's just And it really, with a laptop or a notebook, it's a no-brainer. Uh, it truly is. All right, Gary in St. Paul, you're up next on Tech Talk. Gary, thanks for calling the show. Uh, yeah, thanks for taking my call. I, I had a uh, a question about uh, a lot of the new uh, laptops come with Windows 10 Home. Yes. Am I am I at uh, am I better off getting uh, Windows 10 
pro instead of home? Is there a big big difference? Oh, there is actually. Uh, I um, I encourage everybody that calls and and asks me this question about a new laptop or a new computer, spend the extra money and get Windows 10 Professional. We have so much more control of the configuration in the pro than we do the home. It's well, well worth the extra expense. And you're, you're going to get pro when you first buy this at a reduced price because they're giving you an upgrade from the Windows Home Premium. Now, that license will be replaced. But, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to be running a Windows 10 machine, I highly recommend that you make it Windows 10 Pro. Absolutely. And, Gary, thank you so much for the call. Phone number is 651-989-9226. Call or text 651-989-9226. We will go to the text line when we come back, and we have plenty of time for your calls. And I want to remind you of one thing. We always get overwhelmed with calls and texts at the end of the program. Don't wait. Call or text right now, 651-989-9226. Tech Talk with Doug, Saturdays between 1 and 2 o'clock here on the CCO. It is 121 Tech Talk on a stormy Saturday. Light rain, snow, fog, mist, 34 degrees. A winter storm warning in effect until noon on Sunday uh, a real mixed bag today, all snow overnight. Looks like the snow winds down. And then a quiet week uh, with highs around 30 degrees. We'll bounce between the upper 20s and lower 30s for much of the week. We'll have a complete look at the weather in about 10 minutes uh, at the bottom of the hour here on CCO. Our phone number here on Tag Talk is always 651-989-9226, 989 9226 call or text. Let's go to the text line here real quickly. Uh, when doing a speed test, what does ping refer to? Um, and is that something you can typically do on what speed test do you, do you run? I know you can check your internet speed, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, the, the word ping, this is an interesting thing. Think of this. It's one computer sending one network packet to another one, and that word ping came from long, long, long ago when they were talking about, well, it's like a ping pong table. I send a, a packet over there, and it gets sent right back, and that way they measure the, the time it takes to get from the source where you're sending back to your machine, and it's a very, very important command. Internet testing. We could spend days talking about this. All right. We don't have days. Nope. That's for sure. Now, the one thing when I've done play-by-play uh, -play on the Internet, one of the things you need to do when you sit down is just test the speed to be able to see that uh, you're going to be able to send the video and audio and you're going to have enough bandwidth, if you will. That's where it's come in handy for me. Yeah. And, um, and really, the one but, thing but you got to make really clear. that isn't really a speed test. That's more of a... Bandwidth test. It is. And 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 really, the one thing that we got to make clear, though, is if you're buying 40 megabits per second, say, for example, from CenturyLink, and you run that test, it's very unlikely you're ever going to see 40. If you do, it's going to block. But you can't be calling up CenturyLink and saying, you're cheating me. That's not how the Internet works. It's real-life practice, real life. And if you run that test, 
two, three times a day for a week, you will get different responses each time. But you got to look at the average. And if you're getting 60 to 80% of the amount that you bought in real time, you're doing really good. I like testmy.net, T-E-S-T-M-Y dot N-E-T. You can test your download speed. You can test your upload speed. Or you can run combined tests. Wonderful. I also like um, uh, speedguide.net. And there's also a speedguide.com. And it's just the way it sounds. S-P-E-E-D-G-U-I-D-E dot net or dot com. But the dot net goes right to a site that actually has specialized in tweaking internet and tweaking computers. Wonderful place to go. And even though you might not be on the Google Fiber, you can actually use the Google Fiber test. Just go to Google and type in Google Fiber Speed Test. The link will come up and you can run it. And between those three, if you look at, okay, how did I do today? You're going to be pretty close if you average it. It's, but there's no such thing as a set number. It's going to bounce up. It's going to bounce down. It depends on how many people are on the Internet, what kind of traffic we got. And early, early in the mornings, you're probably going to get your best results as to what you are actually getting from your provider. But the big thing is, is we cannot. Now, there are times I've got a 250 meg feed. There are times at early in the morning, and I'm talking 3.30, quarter to four if I have to get up early, and I run my Comcast will actually deliver over 300, but it's not going to last all day. This is a, it's an unknown science that happens here. So use your common sense and just take some time to learn about it before you call your provider. It's not going to be good if you call them every time and think they're cheating. They're not cheating you. They want your packet and your stuff out of their service as fast as you do. So it's a, it's a different world we live in today. Um, from the text line, by the way, our number is 651-989-9226. Tell us about the free version of Comcast Norton. Um, have you heard of this? I, I would assume they're, uh, putting it out for their, uh, customers as free. Yeah. Anybody that's got a Comcast internet account can just log right in and download it and install it. And it's okay. It does a good job. Keep in mind that these things that come from service providers are actually meant as kind of a trial version with no end date for you. They really are wanting you to upgrade to the paid version. And the Norton Semantic that comes from Comcast, it's a decent product. It truly is. little bit heavy on resources for my taste. If I was going to buy one, I would just go to Malwarebytes or e 32 but if you're not going to buy one, that's a wonderful alternative. It will work out just fine for you. Yeah, that's, and I believe CenturyLink actually provides something too, and if I'm not mistaken, that also might be Semantic Norton. But, um, yeah, it's better to have one and not need it than to need it and not have it. And keep in mind, we really don't want two, three, four, five of these running at once. They will create conflicts between one another. I've even seen where one antivirus program sees the other as a virus and tries to lock it up. And then the other one goes to work trying to lock the other one up. And you end up with this weird little loop. They're both running, but they're spending so much time fighting each other, you are not getting the protection that you think you are. So beware of that as well. Great text. 
Here's a good one from our text line. We promise we'll jump back to the phone line shortly. Uh, Doreen, Jim, Dave, hang on the line. We'll be coming to you soon. Uh, do we really need to buy a new computer for Windows 10? Uh, Christy keeps getting those messages that it's like, yeah, you need to get a new computer. I doubt it. Um, some machines will not be capable of running Windows 10 effectively, but if they're configured properly, I got to believe that anything that is less than 10 years old, that especially if you've got a quad processor, an i5, an i7, a good fast AMD, and you've got four gigs of RAM or better, the big thing here is, again, consider a solid state drive. That will give you all of the stamina that you need to run Windows 10. And I just don't think you need to be buying all that, all that new equipment. And nothing wrong with a new computer. But keep in mind, once you purchase that new computer, all of your data has to be transferred. All of the software that you use on a daily basis, if you want to keep that software, probably has to be repurchased and reinstalled. Licenses from Microsoft marry that software to that machine. It's the only way that you can legally transfer is to contact them and ask them to transfer the license, and that's kind of a difficult thing. Sometimes they will, but it's rare. Uh, just be co- conscious of that. I think most people's computer will run Windows 10 just fine with a little bit of tweaking and a little bit of maintenance. And great text again. Quick break. We have more Doreen, Jim, Dave, right out of a brief weather break. Your calls here on Tech Talk. Here at News Talk, A3O-WCCO. It is 1.36 on a Saturday, kind of a stormy day. Good day to be in by uh, the computer somewhere warm. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. We promised we'd go to the phones, Doug. We're going to go to the phones right now. Doreen and Victoria, thanks for waiting here on the air. Hello. Hi. I'm in by my Windows 8.1 on my Dell Esperian desktop. Okay. I've only ever used Internet Explorer, and lately it just stops responding all the time. Yeah. So uh, I'm thinking I should maybe use a new search engine. And well, would that affect my Yahoo Mail? Oh, no, not at all. Uh, you're, you're, um, you definitely want to uh, just open up Internet Explorer and go to Google.com. And right in the Google search box, type in download Chrome, C-H-R-O-M-E, and follow the instructions and get Chrome. As soon as that's done, before you ever even open up Chrome, you want to go back to Google or just go right up to the web address and type in Firefox.com or Mozilla.com, download and install Firefox as well. You need to put Internet Explorer back in the box. And use Chrome and Firefox, and sometime next week you give me a call and I will help you install the Brave browser. A browser is a browser is a browser, but they are not all built the same. They all do the same as your Yahoo. You'll just go to yahoo.com, sign into your email, and you're rocking and rolling. Everybody that has a computer should have multiple browsers. I prefer a minimum of three. They don't cost anything. There's no reason in the world why we don't all have two or three web browsers. You could even install Apple Safari on your computer. They, it will run. It will run fine. 
But multiple browsers is a key. If your Internet Explorer gets damaged, you are in deep trouble because you can't even get on the Internet to find a fix. So, yeah, multiple browsers is an absolute must. Yeah, there's certain things where you need to use uh, Explorer, where it'll pop up, etc. I rarely use Internet Explorer. Very rarely. Yep. And, and, uh, and there are so many good browsers out there. You, you, you've touched on some. There's a lot. There, there's a browser that's been around a long time, Opera. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, so, but, but we have been talking about that on this show for a long time. Indeed. They're, they're free, and it gives you options. Sometimes websites, for whatever reason, work better in one browser over another. Maybe your bank account uh, displays better in one browser. The list goes on and on, but it is important oh, to absolutely. have multiple browsers. Yeah, you, we can't stress that enough. And and the thing is, is I am always amazed at how the differences in websites will render different in with Brian. a different browser. And keep in mind that this business has standards that are being developed. And now we're going to be moving into HTML5, which is going to change everything. No need for Flash. We're going to see a lot less Java. All the things that were creating security issues should be alleviated with HTML5. Not all browsers are going to support HTML5 right out of the chute. Google and Firefox are already on it, and they're ready to go. And you mentioned Opera. The original author of Opera has moved to Italy and started another browser called Vivaldi. It's beautiful. I don't know what the controversy was, why he didn't get along with the corporation, whatever it was. But yet another alternative. They are out there. Use them. We can't stress that enough, Steve. Um, Business fallouts usually have to do with two things, money and power. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Let's go to the phones again. Uh, Jim joins us. Uh, Jim, thanks so much for calling Tech Talk. Yeah, you bet. And I got a computer question here for him. Sure, Sure. go ahead, Jim. let's, Let's rock and roll. Okay, on um, when I open up and go to Craigslist and stuff, and then it says sh- show the show the number, their phone number and stuff. The phone number won't come up. It, it says an error has occurred. Yeah, you know, here again, I'm gonna uh, advise you to to try a different web browser. Now, in Craigslist, I do know for sure that the selling party has the ability to block that number. Most of those probably. They've already sold what they're listing. If they still give you an email and you're still getting this, then, yeah, you got to be looking at this a little bit closer. I would also tell you to download and run. Don't even have to install it. ADW Cleaner. And it's A, Apple, D, Dog, W, Winter, C-L-E-A-N-E-R, no spaces. And you can download that either at Malwarebytes or you can get it at Major Geeks, or there's multiple places. This will give you a quick scan to make certain that you ain't got some malware running that's actually keeping track of what you're doing in Craigslist, um, which has been an issue the last year, year and a half. Uh, run ADW Cleaner, get some extra browsers, and if that doesn't do it, feel free to give me a call. And thank you so much for the call. We continue on the phones, by the way, our number Call or text, and it's good for all our programs, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. Let's go to Dave in Burnsville. Dave, you're on the air. 
Thank you. Question about Chromebooks. Is it safe to look at bank statements with just a Chromebook? Do I need an antivirus on it? Uh, it's safe. No, you don't. Uh, Chromebook is a different animal. The Chrome operating system started out as open source software similar to the Linux kernel. It's absolutely wonderful. Rock solid stable and rock solid safe. When Google first started to sell the Chromeboxes and the Chromebooks, they advertised them as always new, never needing an update. And the reason for that is when you turn your Chromebook on, you're actually getting your operating system, or at least a good portion of it, right straight from the Internet as you are logging in. It is probably the most secure computer that I think a homeowner can have. There are some drawbacks to Chromebooks, but not very many anymore. You do need Internet access, or you should have Internet access anytime you operate it, but it's getting to the point today where I don't think people use their computer for anything other than Internet. So, But no, you can have full confidence, absolute full confidence, that that Chromebook will keep you safe and secure, especially at your bank. And thank you so much for the call, and have a good weekend. Yeah, I have a Chromebook and uh, absolutely no uh, problems whatsoever. Oh, oh, it hasn't crashed? No. Oh, and you haven't had to reinstall it or anything? No, huh? Wow. No, no problem. How about that? No, no, you are limited on what you can do in all reality. It's True. not a full-blown computer per se, but it... it I look at it as, as more of an Internet appliance, if you will. Oh, it allows you access to the Internet. You can do what you need to do on the Internet, et cetera. Uh, you can download certain things. There is some onboard storage. You can save movies or videos, whatever, if you're traveling. But I'll I tell you what, it, 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 it's handy. You can work on documents. You can save those. You can email it's super handy. It really is. And and I and I I would like to add as well. I think that 90% of homeowners who are doing basic internet work and logging into their bank and doing email and contacting their family, a Chromebook is more than sufficient. And learn about the 100 gigabytes of space that you get up in the cloud for storage. That is a tremendous a tremendous asset that comes with every new Chromebook or Chromebox. It's just a wonderful, wonderful place to be. Um, check them out. You'll like them. And they come in so many different varieties of hardware. You really got to look and see. And you can actually purchase a, a Chromebook right straight from Google. Those are a little bit higher buck, but they are sure nice hardware. And I don't know anybody that hasn't stepped up to the plate and bought a Chromebook from Google I've never heard a complaint. They just love them. They're fast. They're quiet. They're clean. They're run cool. Just tough to beat. Tough to beat a Chromebook. To the phones again, Paul, you're on the air. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Um, question. I've got an HP Elite book, uh, and it's got a Linux-like system. Oh, good. Good for you. And uh, I'm having some, some issues with it, unfortunately. First time I've ever had problems with it. I'm getting a black screen that says Linux Lite GNU backslash Linux. And it goes advanced options, memory test. And that's all I get. I can't progress anywhere from that. Uh, you got to give me a call. We got to put that into safe mode and we got to let it reinstall what's missing. And I can tell you also, the Linux Lite. Uh, they are having some difficulties financing servers. 
we may have to actually go in and and push your your list of where to get updates um, to some new repositories. Uh, I know what you're dealing with. It's not that bad. Feel free to give me a call next week, and I'll walk you right through it. We'll get this thing up and rolling again and make you a happy camper. And thank you for the call. Quick break. Tech Talk with Doug Swin. The heart continues in a moment. By the way, Jonathan Lowe is our producer. I'm Steve Thompson. Thanks so much for joining us. Coming up later today, uh, the Prep Bowl finale, the 5A championship game. We'll have St. Thomas Academy taking on Chaska. We'll be on the air at 4 o'clock from U.S. Bank Stadium. When we come back, we'll go to Jenny and Long Lake. We'll go to the text line as well. Here on News Talk, 830-WCCO. Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart. Saturday is between 1 and 2, sports schedules permitting. little sports later today, Prep Bowl, the 5A title game. Chaska against St. Thomas Academy, the final game of the two-day prep bowl. Right now, Piers and Dowsel Colcato are tied at 14 in quarter number two, and that is the 3A championship game. Let's go to the phones now. Jenny in Long Lake. Jenny, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Good. Good. Thanks. What's up? Well, I have an iMac, uh, I mean, excuse me, MacBook Pro from 2011, that just blew up while I was trying to make a Christmas card and load the photos. And, of course, the customer service at Apple told me they no longer support an obsolete uh-huh. 2011. Right. I, so I, uh, I, I, I do. Uh, I'm going to ask you to give me a call. I'll get back um, uh, probably 4 o'clock or so today or next week. Um, I want that computer. And after I speak to you about that computer, you're going to want to keep it, too. That machine is much more computer than most people realize. And I think Apple is making a big mistake with what they are doing with these machines. Let me correct it for you. It's going to be an animal when we're done. And I wish I could get in in, in more depth. Um, but give me a call later today or next week, and we'll make this thing rock and roll for you. Uh, and thank you so much for the call, and I look forward to working with you. Yeah, generally, Macs over the years have been super reliable. I have an old MacBook that needs a battery. I wasn't going to bother, but I can still plug this thing, and it boots up. It's extraordinary. Yeah. This thing's yeah. got to be 12, 13 years old. You know, if you ever give me a chance to work on that, I'm going to put a solid-state drive in there, and I'm going to load it up with Linux. The hardware that Apple was creating back then. I'll bring it in next week. Oh, I love these things. I'll bring it in. You know, they talk about Apple hardware being the best you can buy. It's not just good, Steve. It's elegant. This 2011 that this lady called me on, when I cracked that open, this probably has never been opened before. I'm not going to find a speck of dust in there. I, I, I don't know exactly what they've done, but huh. it's absolutely elegant. The layout, the way that they've got this thing put together in such a small package, it is elegant hardware. I just can't say enough good things about the hardware. I disagree with some of the things that Apple is doing with their computer. And I understand they don't want to support it forever. Ten years should be a cutoff point. But there's more happening here, and we'll get her machine up and rolling in no time at all. And thank you so much. Let's go to Greg in Lakeville. Greg, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, 
okay, I'm a small business owner, like owner operator. Yep. You know, and I've been, I'm pretty fluent with QuickBooks. I do my own books. Okay. And I think I've been working on like 08, 2000, you know. Yeah. 08. Okay. So my guy, my guy got an accountant and he's like, it's time. Yeah. So, um, my, my year end now is going to be done on 2019, QuickBooks 2019. Okay. And so I need to get a, um, and my, I got an old Toshiba that's, I mean, really, really, really old. So I'm looking just to purchase um, a laptop, and I think it should be PC. I'm a Mac guy, but he said it'd be better off to be PC. Uh, with QuickBooks, you're absolutely correct. And, and here's the thing. You can have the best of both worlds going into this. And I don't have time to go into this on the show today. Uh, feel free to give me a call, and I'll explain what I would recommend. Um, and uh, your position as a business owner, these types of decisions are really critical. Since you're moving forward, and most people think it's easy being the boss, I can relate to what you do. Uh, give me a call next week, and we'll get you squared away. And thank you for the call. All right, we're going to finish the show on the text line here on Tech Talk. We're on the air Saturdays between 1 and 2 o'clock, Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart, and we've had a lot of great calls and a lot of great texts. Uh, when I installed Windows 10, I assumed it had Windows Defender. McAfee shows up. Do I have both running? Uh, you might, and with Windows 10 and Windows Defender, they will run like a hand in a glove. One thing I think Microsoft really did a good job was with Windows Defender laying in the background and allowing a commercial package to do its thing. If that commercial package ever even has a hiccup, Windows Defender should jump up and take care of that hiccup. These are two that should run together side by side. Uh, what came with your computer, again, I don't think that's a paid subscription. It's a temporary thing, and if I'm not mistaken, that might be Internet only. You're going to want to do a little bit more research on that one. Great text. Great text. But do some research. If I'm going to buy a new computer, should I do it now or wait until after the holidays? Boy, you know, this is a tough question. Every year, there's been like this cycle. You could watch Intel come out with a new chip. That particular chip would take the price point of their top price chip and everything else would drop back. The last year has been complete surprise to everyone. AMD has been outselling Intel consistently almost for six months. We never thought it would happen, but it's happening. I'm not certain why. This particular issue that's taking place is changing when the best time to buy a computer is. I think with the Christmas sales right now, you're going to be in great shape. Normally, I would tell my business customers, wait until the middle of summer when business is slow and they're dropping their pants just to keep rolling. That's not true anymore. The price of computers has risen slightly. Now, with the Christmas season, they're all on sale. I don't think you can go wrong. And there is no better time to buy than there used to be. It's The patterns are in a state of flux, and we just don't know. I couldn't predict it. I wouldn't even try. Great text, though. Good text. All right. We talk about properly disposing 
computer equipment if it if it's time. Uh, what about credit cards with the chips? Uh, when I ever have an expired credit card, I just cut it up real good. Yeah, that's really what you should do. Yeah, take a good strong scissors, cut right straight through the middle of the chip, and cut it up into pieces. Even if they manage to glue it back together, it's never going to work. Never going to work. And if you're really paranoid, throw part of it away in one garbage and part of it away in another. And, yes, I agree with that. Yet These credit cards, especially with the chips, make sure that they cannot be put together again. All right, Doug, phone number and email. How do people reach you? Thank you. Uh, 651-552-9543, WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com, 651-552-9543. And thank you, Steve. All right, Doug, good to see you. We'll see you in one week here on Tech Talk on CCO. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 